0: You know what let me let me restart that let me let me let me let me restart that thing.
1: okay hold on is there somebody with a leaf blower outside it is the <laughs> it is the morning hold on let me i mean technically
0: milk. i mean technically it's noon technically. it's the
1: morning it's the middle of the night um Don't they know I'm a content creator?
0: What is going on guys? It is your boy TKD123 here, back again here on PlayStation Source. This is of course, Safe Slap Podcast, the weekly new show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. Over here on episode 5, not episode 5, episode 8, what the hell is episode 5? Episode 8, with me of course, my luxurious co-host, the Iraq man. How are you doing, good sir? I'm
1: doing well, how are you? I'm
0: doing good, doing good. So, I have um, a fancy uh, 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 blue I forgot what the model is called, but I have their fancy like boom arm from blue Yeti you know like yeah yeti microphones and all that and um, I've never properly balanced it for the mic that I have the the Yeti X until this week and, I, and a rag night I gotta tell you it's a world of a difference it's very very good yeah like like I always liked this boom arm but it always like drifted up you know what I'm saying so there were just certain like ways that I couldn't sit on my desk because the mic had to be near me right and I felt like I was always fighting the boom arm from its uphill trajectory if you will but I've since balanced it properly I had to get a screwdriver like a man you know which I did not have a screwdriver you know so had to do that but uh yeah now it's now it's now it's great i'm like leaning back in my chair a little bit more you know
1: yeah i i'm surprised like that it, it took you this long like i did that <laughs> as soon as i got my arm and it's super comfortable
0: you see your boy's an idiot <laughs> all right that's really? what happened okay i just i mean i did not know that like there was this bottom screw on the bottom of the, the thing like, you had to loosen up to loosen the tension in the in the tubing or whatever i just listen man I thought it was kind of like a plug and play, kind of just, you know, put it in there. It's going to it's going to work, but it is cloudy outside. <laughs> <It> is cloudy <laughs> That's cool. Outside. That's cool. You know, we got a little rain last night. You know, we love to see that. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. uh, on our safe slot. weather, of course, we got to cover the weather every time, at least, you know, on safe slot, you know, just do- a bit do the weather report if you will but uh you can catch over here on youtube.com says so source as well as podcast services like apple Podcasts, google play spotify etc Via our anchor link in the description and of course you can like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen uh by more viewers so we can grow the pss family um and I'm, and I'm doing it Arachne. i'm doing it i'm 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 checking the apple podcast feed Let, let's see what we got you know see what we got Hmm, no, nothing, okay, okay, hmm, hmm, Hmm. you got time to check Spotify really quick?
1: Uh, already looking at it, we got a whole lot of not much.
0: Huh, okay, Okay. oh, that's, uh, that's quite they. I'm gonna have to start paying these homies, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, if I have to make a fake account to roast myself, I mean, it's questionable, you know? Ethical is an interesting word to bring in, you know, I, 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 I prefer questionable, you know what I'm saying? But down below, you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show, and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in the description. As well as, as well as if you're feeling generous, feel free to hit that join button to become a member of the channel with that $1 Prince tier and our $5 King tier as well. And of course, you can check out the stream series throughout the week. Uh, if you- oh, something dropped on my feet. What? It's like a metal bar? What the flip is that? Okay, we're gonna- we're gonna prop you up on the- prop you up against the wall. Okay. Uh where was I? Yep. Uh stream series throughout the week if you missed it. Uh we started Ratchet and Clank twenty sixteen. I will get to that and we finished Metal Gear Solid 2, which I'm definitely going to discuss as well. But before I do that, Arachnite, what have you been playing?
1: Uh I played a lot of Persona Five Strikers.
0: Mm, okay, okay, so you're continuing that. How's that going?
1: Uh it's good. I, I already finished it. Like I was my internet's been kinda on the fritz lately. Like only only at night, so we're, we're we're showing right now. But so there were a few nights where it just went down. It's like you know what, I'll just play some Persona. So I pretty much cleared that out in about a week. Uh, Is it like
0: a really long game?
1: Uh, it's it usually takes people like thirty to forty hours, I think. Okay, that's how long it took me. I played and already finished Dragon Age One and Two, like I mentioned last week.
0: Beautiful, beautiful.
1: Um, Played some Jedi Fallen Order. Posted some screenshots of that.
0: Yo, you got some fire, fire screenshots, like gorgeous, you know. And and I I replied to one of them like, man, I I've been itching to get back to that game, you know. I'm not gonna do it yet, you know, and. It did get a PS five update as well, so it's got sixty frames on it. It's like a fantastic. Um but uh you're is this like the second time you played it or like
1: Yeah, this is my second playthrough.
0: Okay, okay. Like it more or less? Any any uh, other thoughts on that game coming back to it?
1: It's definitely a lot easier than I remember. Hmm. Like hmm. I I remember I really struggled with pairing and all that when I played it back in 2019 but when I played it the second time I was like this should kind of baby mode and I was still playing it on Grandmaster so. but uh, ultimately I did turn down the difficulty because I am playing this mostly just because I enjoy the photo mode Yeah, I enjoy the story in the photo mode so it's like why do I really need to sit here and hack at something for five times as long when fair I'm- point yeah, it's like, I, I already proved to myself I could do Grandmaster. I don't really need to sweat it. So I just turned it down to story mode, and I'm enjoying the, you know, the environments and the story, and just taking a few shots here and there. And, yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm very proud of some of the pictures I've taken in that game.
0: You'll like, love to see it.
1: I think they're among some of my best.
0: I'm excited for that sequel, man. Like, I hope we get some news this year, you know, about uh what... Like wherever we go from where we left off from the first Jedi Fallen Order, you know. Mm. I would I would I would I would like to see it. I suspect I wouldn't rule out a fall twenty twenty two release, to be completely honest with you. Three years
1: seems like fair development. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't rule it out, you know. And I mean, like if they you know, carry over most of the gameplay, like it's already done, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. So I would like to see it as soon as possible. But what else have you? Is there is there, is there anything else you've been playing besides uh, Fallen Order, Dragon Age, Persona Strikers? Uh,
1: Persona Four. And I
0: saw that on Discord. You are playing a little Persona Four Golden? Okay, I see you. I see you. I see you. One of one of the best Vita games out. Okay.
1: I. It, it really just reaffirmed how much I don't like turn-based games. <laughs> Like the story is great so far. I'm really enjoying the story. Like this your first time playing? Yeah, it is my very first time playing.
0: Myself. Ooh, okay, okay. Where are you at? Like, I guess. Uh, um, just finished l- the
1: fir- the second palace.
0: Okay, I've only done the first palace. So I've I've done the first palace. Save home girl. I forgot her name, but saved her. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Never mind that first palace. Oh, very wait. early in. Uh, Yukiko.
0: Yukiko, yeah, yeah. I, I saved her and then um not my little sister, but I guess my niece. I Nanako? think Yeah, the the little yeah. girl, but like is she my cousin?
1: She is your cousin.
0: She's my cousin, yeah, because the uncle is the is the yeah. um the, the detective or whatever. Yeah. Uh we're all supposed to go on like a trip or something like that, like a little vacation for a little bit, and that's where I left off on Persona Four. It, it like it's still on my Vita, chilling, I don't know if, you know what, if you're going to keep going, I could make time for it this week, and we could talk a little about it, if yeah. you want.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, like, it's, the story and the characters are all, like, great, I loved Persona 5, so I figured I might as well play the games that came before it, mm. and mm. It, it really just reaffirmed how much I don't like turn-based games, yeah. Because I yeah. put the difficulty in like baby mode, like very easy, and just whenever there's a fight, I'll just rush through it. Like there's a button called rush, where the battle just plays itself, and I just do that. And since it's on baby mode, I don't really need to worry about my health. It's like okay, okay. so the battles are rush through. The enemies have like ten health, like they're really easy to kill, and then you just keep going. Which is fine by me.
0: That's yeah. That's what I did
1: with Final Fantasy Seven is I, uh, I turned off random encounters and I just had Cloud's Limit on all the time. So Listen, as soon as there was a fight, just blazed it.
0: <laughs> random encounters stayed off in FF7. I can't even comprehend, like, in 97 playing that game, just just the version 1.0, like, without any of those extras. Like, Dude because you get in a random encounter legitimately every like at least a minute. Like every minute you get stopped and it's have a you, battle.
1: Have you heard of the story of the people who wanted to get to max level by only staying in reactor, the first mako reactor? They just Exc- farm, they farmed encounters to get to level 99. In the that first Maka reactor.
0: Oh my god!
1: I think it's. I think
0: that had to have taken them weeks. Uh, it took them
1: ye- months. Months of playing every day. I think. Jesus I think Christ. they said it took them like. I, I. I. It's been a while since I watched the video, but I think it took them like at least like three hundred hours.
0: I mean, at least the rest of the game is gonna be a breeze, but like damn <laughs> like bro <laughs> that's a lot yeah could not be me bro could not be me cannot be me you know what if you keep playing persona 4 i'm gonna keep playing i'm gonna pick it up this week and i'll kind of do this journey with you if you will you know um but i think i might turn it down to that baby mode honestly because like i got the gist of the combat right like i get it you know like yeah. i understand Right. Like, I, I, and, and I really doubt that they're going to introduce anything really substantial that's going to change the gameplay. Right. So, and I am just in it for the story. Right. Like, I do want to solve this mystery. It is a cool story, though. It is a neat, it is very cool. It's a neat, to neat, uh, per, predicament, if you will. You know? So, definitely, definitely playing anything else or is that just about it?
1: That's about it. All
0: right. All right. Uh, pfft. Where do I want to start? Where do I want to start? Let's talk about Ratchet & Clank. So, we're on the last game in the in the Ratchet & Clank stream series, Ratchet & Clank 2016. Okay, this is the movie that's a game that's a movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm... It's... It's a weird game, man. Like, obviously, I recommend everyone play it. It's free right now on PlayStation. Check it out. PS Store, Play at Home, Initiative, all that great stuff. Like, it is objectively a good gameplay game right and it still is very much ratchet and clank um uh i'm actually not bothered not not bothered by these controls that's that they have here because like um they have it on l2 r2 to shoot as opposed to just holding down circle to shoot in like the older games um and while i think i would kind of want to still play those classic controls like if Rift apart has those you know old style controls i'm probably going to use that but i don't mind it here in this game uh overall like how they've mapped the controls i don't i don't mind it um this story is definitely watered down from the original game right and like i think that it'd be wise of you and probably better for me right Like removing the comparisons of the first Ratchet and Clank game, you know, even though like it is kind of a remake, but it's really not because it's not even close to one to one, right? Like it's less one to one than like FF Seven remake, right? Where like FF Seven it it is close, it it's closer to the original part of Final Fantasy Seven, right? Then Ratchet twenty sixteen is closer to the first Ratchet if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um but like I'm still enjoying it, you know. It's still Ratchet and Clank. It looks beautiful. It's 30 frames though, so wish was 60, but you know, it is what it is. So overall, uh good good things there and uh you guys are listening to this on Sunday. So on Tuesday nights we'll be beating the game. We're 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 going to put it down. We're going to end the Ratchet and Clank series right there. Uh, and then on Thursday, we'll be starting Resistance, so very excited for that, but let's talk a little bit about Final Fantasy XV, Arachnite, I feel like I'm in the meat of the game, like, like, I'm really into the, uh, I'm, I'm, like, in the world, right, I'm not really, uh, on, like, some training or anything like that, like, I feel like I'm in this bitch, okay, this game is fucking awesome man, like, like, this game is awesome, bro um, so, I did mention last week that I was a little bit underwhelmed by, like, just having, uh, fire uh, ice and lightning as my three elements what I failed to realize was that on the bottom right, so, you know what I'm talking about right, you know what I'm talking about right, like, the four different areas of that menu uh, yeah. elemency you know what yeah. I'm saying, yeah so that bottom one i didn't realize that those were for items so you get these items in the world that you can combine with the elements to make stronger versions of the elemental attacks you know and sometimes they do like other stuff and uh you know rather than just a times three when you craft it can be like a times five or a times eight and you get more use out of it by putting more resources into it like i didn't realize that whole system but i like it a lot (laughs) like like now i'm like okay like this is what i'm looking for like this is it right here you know um the story is progressing in very very interesting ways you know what i'm saying um but i think what i think you know ultimately this is gonna be a long game i'm playing right so like you know i'm not gonna have like a long monologue every week, but I do want to end off with a rack night. I did clip out on Twitter the first time you do a summon in FF 15. Literally chills. I swear, bro. I summoned Ramu and this motherfucker, bro. Like the way they animated that like scene of your summon is fucking beautiful. Like goddamn bro. This game is hitting. They dude, they went all the fuck out, bro. It looks incredible. Now I am a little bit worried because that's the only time I've been able to summon. So if summons are just designated towards like specific scenes in the game, right? And it's not really a part of your gameplay, I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna be a little bit uh uh you know, let let down by that. But I'm hoping that they give me the ability to summon Whenever I fill up a bar or whatever the hell, you know, right. which I'm not sure if that's the case, but I I hope so. At least I hope so. And lastly here, um, I don't know how to even discuss this game. I beat Metal Gear Solid 2, a yeah, It kind of
1: fucked you up, didn't it?
0: Yes. Um, yeah. Like, I don't even know how to explain. I don't even know how to talk about it right now, to be honest with you. Um, Of course, Play Club is going up on Monday, uh, which is tomorrow, from when when you guys are listening. YouTube.com slash JoyClicks. Check out that. We talked about it there. But did you... Have you played MGS2?
1: Uh, I've watched bits and pieces, but I know... I kind of know where you're coming from with uh with how it affected you
0: it is one of the most like unsettling games to play in 2021 you know like i really implore everyone to hey like listen it if you've been playing like if you've been paying any shred of attention to like what's been going on in the world right just like from like a general standpoint right you need to play this game like this game is scary at how it it was able to pseudo, like, foretell the life that we'll be living post-2000, you know, and going into the era of, like, just widespread information, you know, and how that is used in negative ways, in positive ways, in manipulative ways, just, just how information is used in the modern day, it is fucking wild, bro, um and like yeah I mean I really don't even know what else to say like I enjoyed it that stream like I had a similar feeling like after beating part two of like okay like this is this almost transcends being just a video game and I think MGS2 does it in more ways than part two you know what I'm saying um but yeah MGS2 is crazy we're going we're going on to mgs3 on wednesday um so very very excited for that but uh but yeah that's that's pretty much it um all, all i've been playing now i did forget to fill out the in case you missed it so i'm gonna quickly open up the channel here so uh we'll see what we got here oh mainly only two things so other than uh the streams for uh, metal gear solid and uh rational clank we did do a psvr2 video check out that you know we talked about the new patent and um all that great stuff. Also, I couldn't resist. I did a Yuffie video. So, I'm talking a little bit about, like, what is Yuffie's role going to be in Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Intergrade, uh, how are the Whisperers going to, like, you know, affect her and everything. And I do have an announcement, Arachnite. Okay. I, I I do have an announcement. So, as you know, at the end of the, uh, Intergrade trailer, there was some little bits and pieces of, uh, of, uh, this game called Dirge of Cerberus. Are you aware of this game yes okay for those that are unaware it stars Vincent Valentine another optional character in FF7 and uh UV's in it as well and given that UV's episode is coming out in the summer there is some dirge of Cerberus lore in that so I did I did the crazy thing okay honestly not that crazy but I uh, bought a ps2 HDMI converter a PS2 memory card <laughs> and a copy of *A Dirge of Serpents* Final Fantasy VII, and I'm gonna play that shit before the Yuffie episode. You know, listen, it, I, I need the full experience, okay? You like want all the lore. I need I need all the lore. I need I need all the lore, okay? Like I'm not gonna just result to just watching a like I know a little bit about the dirge about the dirge uh story, but I want to experience that thing. And what better way than to actually play it. So, I'm um, I got the PS2 Slim out and we're going to do it. And technically, I think I could stream it. I'm not going to stream it. I don't think I'm going to do it, but I think I could with this HDMI adapter. So,
1: hypothetically.
0: Yeah. 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 I want to see if I like I'm i I'm going to test it, I think, just to see if I can. I'm pretty sure I can. I don't I don't see why not. Um But yeah, so gonna be playing through that. Exciting! Excited to physically use a PS2 in probably shit. It's probably been like a good 12 years, maybe, maybe more than that. Since I've like actually like played the game on a PlayStation 2 physically, so it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. And of course, Arachnide's favorite segment.
1: Arachnate PS5 watch. PS5, 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 PS5,
0: PS5, PS5. PS5. Arachnate, how do we do this week? How do we do?
1: Same as last week. Probably <laughs> the same as next week. Bad.
0: I, Dude, I got into like two PS Direct queues, man. I saw. And, and like, th- the word on the street is that the most uh, consistent place to secure a PS5 to the average consumer has been PlayStation Direct, right? That has not been the case for your boy. Um, <laughs> every time I went into a queue, it would it would it would, you know, be more like uh, t- ten minutes before the queue opens. As Soon as it opens more than an hour, just like you said. It's crazy. It's crazy, man.
1: I'm cursed.
0: Like I We're gonna get you a PS five Arachnite. <laughs> like, I be, like it is it is it is one of my honestly at this point one of my dying wishes to be completely honest with you. You know. I'm honored. <laughs> but uh uh in case uh, you know, you wanna you wanna gamble, you know what I'm saying Arachnite, if you wanna like do a lottery system. Curry's PC World has uh, changed up their whole way to securing a PS5 for them. It is going to be an Alari system. So this is, of course, on Push Square. Link below in the description. In an attempt to end that, Curry. So end the overwhelming scalpers, all that great stuff. I mean, all that like horrible shit, Whatever. Curry's PC World has launched a lottery system, which will see customers selected at random and awarded the opportunity to buy a next-gen console. All you need to do is sign up for Curry's wait. All you need to do is sign up for Curry's Priority Pass via the store's website, and then hope for the best. You'll be contacted if you've won the opportunity to purchase a platform, and will then have 72 hours to follow through. Do I do I do this? Is this is is this the route? How do you feel about lottery systems in terms of buying um, a
1: console? You gotta do what you gotta do in this day and age. But my luck is awful. Hmm. So hmm. like, you know how you can in some games like you can like put like assigned points. It's like you know st- like in Fallout you got strength, perception, endurance. Uh, yes. charisma, all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, luck for me, strong one.
0: You see, it's like you dumped all your points, Arachne, into, like, you know, pro gamer, you know? Yeah, And like, you forgot the luck.
1: You know? Uh, no, I'm min-maxed.
0: Mm. 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 I see. I see. I see. Well, I feel like I think I might do it, cause like I mean, bro, who knows, man? Like fate, you know? Maybe like an FF Seven Whisper might, you know, be summoned to the random generator, and you know, and and may sway in my favor. Who knows? You know? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Let's see. However, link below. Wait. What
1: all oh, I was saying is there's no <laughs> harm in trying in the lottery. Sorry.
0: Yeah, true, true, true. I might do it. I might do it. We'll see. We'll see. But I actually employ you to open this right now, Arachnite. Someone down below uh, created a JavaScript uh, code where they recreated the PS5's UI. So in case you want to roleplay, right? Look, look, man. No, I, I have an extra dual sense. You know, I could like I said that to you, you know, what I'm saying. You know you can you can uh you can uh mess with this javascript here uh of the PS5 UI. like it it's not super detailed but i i will say it's a pretty good representation of the of the full thing and it's free you know you know what i'm saying
1: so. uh that sounds depressing because like what if i love it and then it's just gone
0: oh man oh man oh man it is a cool thing though like it does run pretty neat and i think it's pretty cool honestly from someone that has done like very very little coding in my life it is pretty cool to see that someone made that you know and they uh show on the website the actual code for this javascript so you can actually read how they built it how they built it which is which is pretty cool as well so
1: it's always it's always impressive to see what people can conjure up with just lines of information
0: ones and zeros you know ones and zeros i'm trying to remember like some of the coding terms i remember from school like um well
1: it depends on the language you said javascript right
0: yeah i I didn't learn java but like you know how like a lot of them just have like similar ways of doing things but just different terminology you know yeah like i was i was kind of sort of understanding the javascript and like what they were doing Cause I mainly learned, uh, I mean, HTML is like pretty basic and like pretty easy, but like I learned, um, a little bit of, uh, Swift, the Apple specific one. Mm -hmm. I learned that mainly a little bit of HTML, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. So and I learned, I mean, struggled my ass off, but like, yeah, (laughs) not fluent at all, but some positive news though. I wanted to throw this in there just, just for you, my boy. It's, it's not a PS5. However, on March 15th... Oh, shit, that's Monday. Fuck, that's tomorrow. You get a little taste of uh, the next DLC for uh, Doom Eternal. You know what I'm saying, Arachnate? Like, Ooh. hey, that's a positive, you know?
1: That is a positive.
0: You know what I'm saying? Which so we ties little... into
1: our main story pretty well. Huh? Which, uh, which ties into our main story because Doom is a Bethesda
0: property. It does. It does. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and and definitely those those comments that we'll get to later on uh, seem to indicate that Doom Eternal content will still come to PlayStation platforms. So, at least Doom, Doom Eternal lives on on the PS5 and PS4 ecosystem. So, um, I did want to ask you, like, you know, you played the first part of the DLC, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if absolutely. I remember yeah, yeah. And, um, is there going to be just two parts or have they said how many parts there's, there's going to be,
1: uh, it, from what I can assume, I think it's just the two parts, like the okay. two expansions. Okay. But okay. these expansions, like from going off of part one are hefty. It's not like a 30 minute campaign. Interesting. It's, it's a few missions and the mi- the missions are pretty long and they're really difficult. It took me a few hours to finish ancient gods part one.
0: I'm. I'm. I'm gonna wait until the full Ancient Gods DLC season is done, and I'm gonna play through it for sure, for sure. Cause wait, shit, did did Doom Eternal get a PS5 upgrade?
1: Uh, I don't know. I haven't kept an uh, I haven't kept a very close eye on that.
0: Ah, thank you, Push Square. Down here it says, uh, quote, "Don't forget, we've also got a native PS5 upgrade for Doom Eternal on the way, most likely launching at some point this year." Perfect. So when that upgrade comes, I'll get the DLC. I'll be smooth sailing so
1: let's get that nightmare stream
0: uh, you know you, you know people keep requesting you know the, like nightmare doom eternal streams this, this like weird obscure indie game called bloodborne but, Like, yeah.
1: if somebody yeah. can finish doom eternal on ultra nightmare on the switch you can do a nightmare stream on a ps5
0: i watched the digital foundry video about the switch version of doom eternal it's fascinating bro it is fascinating how that game was able to be, like, just the amount of modifications to make it run somewhat on Switch. You know?
1: Yeah, it's, they they really went all in, because Doom Eternal is a good looking game.
0: It's fucking gorgeous. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: And to get it running on the 2009 hardware of the Switch, it's kind of incredible.
0: Is 2009 hardware, like, really that accurate? <laughs> uh, it's probably, like,
1: 2012,
0: probably. Oh, like, overall, like, what you're able to output on the Switch? Okay. I, I'm that saying the sense.
1: Switch is pretty weak.
0: Yes. Right. Right. A, B, but that, A, but that Switch Pro, man. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it'll be... We might get up to 2014.
0: <laughs> we like, might get into last gen. Yeah, no, the Switch
1: isn't it weaker than like a ps4 which i get because of the size i guess i'm just bagging on the switch a little bit
0: i'm i'm pretty certain it's it's definitely weaker than the ps4 absolutely then 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 the base ps4 for sure the ps3 though Uh, which you know what i bet the ps3 is stronger
1: eight yeah it's the Switch is pretty weak. So it's like getting well, Doom Eternal to work on, like, a PS3.
0: Yeah. I mean, the PS3 was 2006. But the difference is, is is that cell processor that was, like, completely ahead of the time, right? Which helped the PS3 in terms of, like, long, longevity, low-key. Even though it had the fucking half gig of RAM. Insane. How we were able to get all those games on it. Last but. of Us on a
1: half gig
0: that beyond me beyond me I don't know how the fuck that happened bro that's like some magic shit (laughs) oh well oh well but you know while people are buying you know switches and 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 PCs for taxes and drivers and all that MPD did put out the February 2021 uh, release and it is a completely official so I I I did want to read this out to the to the crowd in spite of the PS5 being next to impossible to buy Right, the PS5 is officially the fastest-selling hardware in the United States history, based on dollar sales across its first four months on the market. Pretty cool. You,
1: you have to see it.
0: That is, that is, that that is pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? In spite of uh, in spite of, you know, Bethesda being fucking bought, you know, Game Pass being. Yeah, the best deal in gaming. Sure. Absolutely. No one's even denying that. But hey, PS5 still out here on top. You love to see it, you know. You love to see it. Um, let me see here. So not 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 really that surprising on like the games section to be honest. Not really surprising. Uh the best-selling game in February was uh, in terms of PS5. Oh, wait, you know what? What is good to know is that still the best-selling PlayStation exclusive since it debuted four months ago is still a Spider-Man Miles Morales. So, that's pretty neat to see there. You know, that's still, it's still kicking. It's still getting getting a lot of sales. So, that's neat. That is neat. So,
1: yeah. You love that.
0: Pretty much it. So, pretty cool to see that, you know, PS5 is still selling great. And all that good stuff in spite of many people not being able to secure it but uh of course last week i had to make the highlight your call of duty uh size rant you know um i'm sure you saw the clip on twitter right yeah well of course you saw it because you said it but um i did want to bring up this little story here resident Evil Village. We're both very excited for it. All that great stuff, and uh, they did. uh, You know, I don't know if they said it or if it was leaked. Let me see here. Um, Let's see. So I'm not sure. Okay, here we go. So it comes from a Twitter account called PlayStation Game Size, uh, which crawls Sony servers for patch data and preloads. And so they looked at the preloads and and stuff like that for Resident Evil Village. And it only weighs in at 27 gigs on PS5. Which is fucking great to hear.
1: How is that only 7 more gigabytes than Crash Bandicoot?
0: Yeah, that's another thing too, bro, yeah, so, um, on Monday, you guys will probably be seeing a Crash 4 PS4 to PS5 comparison video up on the channel, and one of the cool things I found, yeah, was that Crash 4 on PS4 was, like, 45 gigs, and on PS5, it's only 20. It's, like, really fucking cool, so, yeah, that's a good point, too, Knight, because, like, the demo that's on PS5, it's it's a good-looking demo, like, there's some high-looking textures in there. Um and uh, it's only 27 gigs. The final game, presumably, is 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 pretty is pretty neat, pretty cool. You yeah. know.
1: You know that's uh that's pretty impressive, like all things considered, which really just goes to show, like, kind of, like, yeah, like it's incompetent. Like, like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Like,
0: talk that they shit. Re-
1: It shows a little uh, incompetence coming from, you know, the Call of Duty devs. Because if you can can get something like Resident Evil Village at 27 gigs, that is... It it definitely shows a level of aptitude that they have and you don't. So Mm. get on it. Mm. Mm
0: -mm -mm. Stop
1: charging $60 for the same game over and over
0: yeah i think that yeah i mean i I think warzone and this year's cod you know what i feel like this year's cod might be might be cross-gen again to be honest but um and like i know warzone will probably forever be cross-gen for like a while right but i do think that they really need to buckle down and make a optimized playstation 5 and series x version to bring down that file size you know like i think that's almost a that's necessary at this point so
1: it's they need to get on it like the more i hear about other companies doing do like figuring it out and they're they they announced like yeah good fucking luck (laughs) that's whenever they it's like oh yeah the the file size like good fucking luck
0: It's crazy. It's It's crazy.
1: It's I don't know, it's it's lazy and but that I I guess that's what Call of Duty has become synonymous with the last few years. I'd say the last like decade at least. Is that it's a lazy game. Yeah. Like other than a new coat of paint and some gimmicks here and there what, what is Call of Duty done differently other than trying to v- shove in, uh, you know, like jet packs and double jumps and all that other garbage that didn't work? Nothing. Like, it's. I love. I loved Call of Duty. I loved Warzone until they banned me. Because they don't know what to do, like they don't know how to do their job. They don't. They can't optimize game files. They don't know how to run a security thing. They banned my account. Fuck you! I, I spent money on that. Give me my money back. Um. I bought the season pass. Came back a few days later and was perma banned. <laughs>
0: I just love the project of, like, Alright Knight's having a very nice day. Perhaps he just made a sandwich. Perhaps he has, you know, the best chip out there, Pringles. Alright I don't fucking try to... No, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm with you. Bro, I thought that you were gonna be all... Uh, you fucking lazy. Nah.
1: Nah, nah, it's, it's Pringles, gamer.
0: Pringles are the definitive chip. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. A- absolutely. The flavors across the board, fantastic. Fant- the presentation in this fucking tube fantastic fantastic you know it's it's truly an experience to no, buy a Pringle I, but I you know? can
1: tell you I can tell you what happened that day because it burned into my brain
0: oh please please so
1: please I had just gotten done with uh, I had gotten done with some assignments I was ready I was ready to relax I was ready to play something I went downstairs got a kickstart I actually did get chips. I, uh... We didn't have Pringles, unfortunately. So I did... Get, I got, like, a, a bowl of, like, tortilla chips. It was hey, was chilling with that.
0: Those are good, though. They those are. are fire. Those are fire.
1: And I was like, I'm gonna play some Warzone before I go work out. You know, relax a bit. I, I bought the season pass. I was excited to play. Sat down. Went to go load it up. And I see... It's like, oh, this account has been permanently banned. It's like... Huh? would you look at that so I launched the game anyway and it says you know you cannot connect you've been permanently banned I go online to kind of rebuke it and it's like oh yeah this is non-negotiable if you've been permanently banned sucks to be you (laughs) and it's like oh and it's like, all my, all money you've spent in the game is non-refundable. It's like, oh. So I think about it, and it's like, what could have happened that got me banned? and There were no breaches on my account. Like, everything was pretty secure. And I don't know what it could be. I did pop off. I did get a few shots that were a little sus. Mm. Like, mm. um... I was playing Warzone and somebody started shooting behind me. I did a quick 180 and shot him in the head with like a car. It's like, "Oh, that's going to get me in trouble."
0: <laughs> yeah, so like like essentially the 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 o- only thing that makes sense is, is that, that it's
1: reported by somebody that was angry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the only way that 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 makes sense and perhaps, you know, I assume I mean, not even assume. You play to a high degree, right? Like, you're you're a very skilled player. So perhaps he was misconstrued thinking that you were cheating or something like that.
1: Yeah, well, there goes my time because I got all the weapons to, like, max level and did all the challenges to get the skins. My money,
0: Mm. my hope, and my heart. pride. Your pride, heart, all that. Yeah, but, Mm. like, I don't
1: know. Just all in all... Moving the tangent aside, very impressive by Capcom, very impressive on the Crash Bandicoot team, Activision, which is the people that, you know, like Activision Blizzard with uh, all that, but it's fine.
0: I totally forgot that. It's fucking Activision published.
1: Yeah. so Bitch.
0: They, are you I kidding me? They,
1: I think they know that there are a lot of people that'll buy Call of Duty because Infinite Warfare, to the extent of my knowledge and my memory, didn't do poorly. Didn't do great, but it didn't do poorly. And that game was... I That was awful. I didn't even buy it. I saw it was bad. World War II was pretty bad.
0: I think the uh, last thing I'll say about this, honestly, bro, is that, like... Wouldn't you think it'd be in Activision's best interest to, you know, crack the whip on these devs? whether it be Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Raven, et cetera, right? Like, crack the whip and say, hey, listen. The biggest... So, like, right now, there are more base PS4s out there currently than any other modern generation console. That's just facts, right? We cannot fit our ever-evolving, ever-existing Battle Royale as well as the current Call of Duty on the same console that's a problem right like you want people playing Cold War and you want people playing Warzone right but you can't fit both on the most popular current hardware right now current and you know quotes because PS5 is current, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, modern console. Wouldn't you assume that, like, that would be a huge problem that, that they would want to fix, like, immediately?
1: It's, I don't know, like, just buy <laughs> like, another hard drive. Broke yeah, ass. Right. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I went off on my tirade last week. Uh, the last thing I'll say about it is just get your shit together. Like this like, like, fuck yeah. you.
0: <laughs> and and I'll fuck you, of course. Yeah, out, out uh, the
1: door, like one foot out the door. You turn around, just fuck you.
0: <laughs> just tell you. Yeah. You. That's what I do every time I leave work. You know.
1: Every time I leave work, I would kick the door open and like scream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Our next story. <laughs> Here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh Man all right, so uh famously <laughs> factions on the last of us one. Um, I'm gonna say it just straight up listen It's pay-to-win all right like there's it's it's straight pay-to-win, okay? It's a fun mode I fucking love factions, but factions one is a hundred percent pay-to-win. There are just Clear advantages that you get to buying all the weapons on the PS store You know nickel and dime you left and right. It's pay-to-win, okay? However, uh, Spot has reported that Naughty Dog is now looking to fill the position of quote an economy designer so the description here goes as follows we're looking for a passionate multiplayer economy designer who can help us create avenues for self-expression for our players ensure robust longevity to our games and give our players great rewards to strive for uh they will also be uh required to quote design and tune game economy progression and collaborate extensively with the live operations team to optimize economy and respond to player needs so this Obviously, I'm assuming it's tying to factions too, right? Number one. So it's good to hear that you know they are still recruiting for this project and still you know trying to ensure its success. And uh, also, it seems that they are finally, well, not finally because this is their next shot at factions, but they are going to address the long talked about you know pay to win nature of factions. So, um, not sure how much experience you you have with factions directly arachnid but how do you feel about this news do you like it do you hate it do you have a specific like economy model that you want factions to to go down you know you got any thoughts about it
1: i did play factions quite a bit when like last of us came out and i did play it a bit on ps4 i have a lot of good memories with that but hmm, i the pay to win is obviously like I don't think there's anybody that'll disagree that getting rid of it is a good call, for because it, I don't know, it, it it creates it creates more money in your pocket, sure, but it decreases longevity of your game, and it decreases enjoyment substantially because that was a huge thing when Battlefront Two came out like when it first came out in the beta is that sense of pride and accomplishment or whatever to to like you can get the weapons but it takes forever and why not just pay 99 cents to get a gun and i don't know it just it makes things worse so i'm really glad that they're designing a way to get rid of it because it puts everybody on even footing which is the way that it should be Sure, people with more experience will probably have better guns than you if you jump into a quick match and you're level 1 and there's a level 50, sure. But at the end of the day, like, the the deciding factor between victory and loss should be a matter of skill, not how much money you've put into the game. It's the the combined skill of all the players on your team opposed to the, the combined skill of everybody on the opposing team. And it's it's always heartbreaking to say or to hear i could have won if they didn't buy a better gun than i have like it's just the the entire the entire fate of winning or losing which in the grand scheme of things isn't that important but it's still important to the people putting their time they're investing their time into playing a game for their own enjoyment why would they come back if all of those efforts that they had put in are ruined or otherwise pale in the shadow of someone who spent $1.99 to buy a better gun in every way than the ones that you had acquired throughout your playtime. There's no point. Like, you either cave in, you deal with it, or you leave. And... That's that's what I've done with all these games that I like. If if I'd consistently lost to something like people buying better weapons that I could ever have, why would I stick around? I'll play something else. I'll I'll sink my time into a game that doesn't have that model, and I'll leave. And I I know that's not just me. So. Slowly but surely we are moving away from the model of loot boxes and pay to win. And that's something that I cannot get behind more. Like it is it is the way that it should be. Because loot boxes are a whole other demon. Fuck you, CSGO. It's CSGO is the worst example. Like 250 for a key. <laughs> $2.50 oh, for a key, one key to open one crate. Sure, you could get a you could get a knife that costs $500 in the market, but more than likely you're going to get a piece of shit that costs 50 cents. Yeah. And yeah. it's not even just an economy thing. It's a what are you, what 250 four keys. Four keys. You know, you could get you get a small pizza with that. You could you could treat yourself to a meal, but no, you chose to buy digital, digital keys to get digital skins.
0: Like you I could, did. you you could buy Pringles with that. You Could
1: buy Pringles. You want to know how much money I spent on those keys when I was a kid? How much? At least two hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like I'm an idiot. <laughs> where where am I right? Is that like i don't mind the prospect of having like a a la carte marketplace to buy a specific weapon that you want in an online game right like i really don't mind that right what i want next to that if you're going to have that option right is an ability to simply earn the weapon reasonably right like right. don't don't force me to do like 500 headshots or like some bullshit like that right um, versus, like, paying, like, you know, five or ten bucks or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, it's... Yeah. I'm I'm more in the market of cosmetics. like.
0: Cosmetics, more- I can give less of a fuck, yeah. Like, you yeah. you can put as many of them as you want in the game. I'm not going to buy them. I don't give a shit. Like, I may buy one if it's blue and yellow, you know what I'm saying, and it really speaks yeah. to me, but, like, cosmetics I do not care about. If- I'm right with you on that.
1: If, if you're going to release something on the market as a new weapon that you can only get on the market or through whatever, like whatever earning it, there needs to be an extra emphasis on balance. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't make it way better, but you can't also, you, you can't make it way worse. So for every weapon added that costs additionally, there needs to be an extra emphasis on making sure the weapon is balanced relative to the state of play, because yeah. there are there are different metas from time to time. There are metas where uh, shotguns are the way to go. There are metas where rifles are the way to go, etc. For different games, but you need to yeah. make sure that there's like a balance. It could do high damage, but the fire rate needs to be lower, or it needs to have a hell of a lot of recoil or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. need to make sure that everybody's on the same playing field or else you're going to ruin the game that you're trying to develop. And I agree. Stop making cosmetics so expensive. I'm looking at you Apex. <laughs> you know yeah. how much money I I had to pay to get a like okay. So I I'm, I'm a I'm a big Daredevil fan. That is you not are. for dispute.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, there was a skin in Apex. For octane, okay, that looked a lot like a daredevil helmet, and I'm talking that's pretty close.
0: That's hot. That's hot.
1: I had to pay twenty dollars <sighs> for a skin. Just one skin. One skin cost me twenty bucks. But that's, yeah, that's neither here nor there. I I I paid it anyway. As I was going through the cart, it's like I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. This is dumb. <laughs> this is a first-person game.
0: Oh yeah, it's first person too. <laughs> yeah, <It's> like <laughs> like, I'm dumb. W- like when you're reviving someone in the Apex, you'll see it. Yeah, uh, the, when you're dropping the lobby. down. Yeah, yeah, lobby, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like not. this is a
1: first-person game. This is dumb as fuck. And then I hit confirm purchase. <laughs> but neither oh, here nor man. there.
0: Yeah, like I say, listen. If a weapon's gonna be stat changing. You gotta A have another route to access that weapon without paying money via uh, challenges, which I like that system. Like just give me three relatively easy challenges that will take me on average like an hour to do, you know? And then just let me have the weapon. You know, or I can pay five bucks or some other reasonable price, you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: like Resident yeah. Evil Two. I, I know this isn't a multiplayer game, but Resident Evil 2 had something where you could unlock all of the extra weapons where it's like, oh, you did S-plus on hardcore and you get a rocket launcher. Or you beat the game under two hours and you get this. Or you could just pay $5 and get all of it. Mm. And I feel like that's a great system to have. Because if you don't feel like doing everything, like, if you don't feel like breaking all of the uh, the raccoon toys around Raccoon City oh, along two playthroughs, I think it takes two... Po- two. No, it, I think it takes three playthroughs hmm. to get all the raccoon toys. Hmm. Uh, if you don't feel like doing it, just pay $5. And you get a rocket launcher, you get a gun that never runs out, you get... This, this, and this. You get all the all the extra goodies with none of the work. It's five bucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. And, and or
1: you earn it. Whatever.
0: Yeah. And then definitely like like you said at the top, you know, it's a it's a single player game, so you're not affecting anyone but yourself. You know. Yeah. So it is what it is. The did, did, did you see this though? Again, we gotta talk about this random indie game that everyone keeps telling me to stream. Bloodborne, you know what I'm saying Uh, there was a little bug I'm gonna say up first, it's a bug Before people freak out, okay Just wanna bring it up just cause it's fun, I don't know PlayStation store, uh, there was a bug That a user saw on Twitter Where there is a PS5 version of Bloodborne, but this has been a bug That has been seen on other games as well On the, on the Store, um So, I wouldn't give it too much You know, um What's the word, like wouldn't give it too much attention, you know, or wouldn't read too much into it, um but, it is what it is yeah, so, Bloodborne PS5 it was, it was there it's a store glitch but, um, I do think still like, like, I do still think it would be very wise for Sony to tap from software and get them to do a PS5 version of it, you know I don't, I don't know, I don't know if they'll do it considering that they didn't do it for PS4 Pro, but i would like to see it get updated you know for sure for sure but that is that and uh in the realm of ps5 upgrades as well overwatch the base of watch will be skipping out ps5 next-gen upgrades until overwatch 2 comes out so what it is is that they are doing a xbox series x and s version Of Overwatch that will get like 4k 60 and even like 120 frames I think for 1080p resolution but there's nothing for PS5 players and that is because I guess it's the way that Sony handles PS5 and PS4 versions of its games that for whatever reason they would have to produce a brand new native PS5 version to get these enhancements um, which is I guess uh, you know a lot for like them to do right now i guess and uh it completely like and it completely like forgoes whether you own overwatch already or not so yeah i thought this would be pretty interesting because like we haven't really seen this happen and like i mean overwatch is a big game like it's not like it's you know some small indie like it's activision blizzard like like, like, like it's a big deal um so fun fun actually here, the Push Square article says, you know, as such, Overwatch now finds itself itself in the same boat as Rocket League and Warzone. Both titles look and run much better on Xbox Series X and S. Um, So, yeah. Like, it seems like those are also games that have been affected by this, which are bigger games, which goes against what the hell I just said, but um, interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. You know? I would like these games to get upgrades but uh
1: yeah it i don't know i i played overwatch back in the day like when it first came out for maybe two hours
0: so i like overwatch man
1: i i, I don't know <laughs> like maybe like maybe if i went back into it now and messed around with it i would enjoy it a little more but there's also a Fucking hamster in a mech suit or whatever. Like, mm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just, I just wanted my, I just wanted to run around uh, like my silly little soldier, shoot people. Like, it's just I wanted it pretty simple. And then, I it, it just wasn't the game for me. Like the capture the point every time got kind of old. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I, I think I think it's fine. Eventually mm. when they do upgrade it or when Overwatch 2 comes out, I have my own opinions on Overwatch 2 as a concept in general, but it'll it'll get updated. Or maybe they'll just leave it behind, because it is an older game. It's five years old. Yeah. Just under Yeah. So once Overwatch 2 comes out, they'll just You know say goodbye to overwatch on the ps4 and move on
0: i bet that we have the same uh opinion on overwatch 2 in fact that we should never be getting a sequel for this type of game it should just be updated moving forward i bet that's probably your opinion right
1: yeah it 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 doesn't feel like overwatch 2 is a separate game
0: yeah for me it feels a lot like a lot a a lot like destiny 2 where it's like why are we getting a destiny sequel when we could just update destiny you know like i don't know yeah yeah it is what it is it is what it is but uh yeah i mean i'll definitely check out overwatch 2 like long story short with me in overwatch um i played it a decent amount on ps4 liked it a lot and uh it's definitely a shooter that if I wasn't into any other games, right? I think I would devote myself to overwatch, to be honest. Big fan, big fan, I like it. Next up here, I definitely wanted to have your opinion on this whole thing. Uh, De nouveau anti-cheat is coming to ps5 developers so the statement goes here quote the denuvo's anti-cheat incorporates advanced technology to secure both online gameplay as well as securely reward offline progress the technology helps game developers protect sensitive game logic or data preventing cheaters from changing sensitive variables and ensuring its trustworthiness a number of games incorporated the Nuvo's anti-cheat at launch of ps5 to ensure best experience for the gamers so, uh, how do you feel about this uh, software being on PS Five? I know you had a uh, opinion about it on PC with with Doom Eternal. So, let me let me hear the rundown.
1: So, on on PlayStation consoles, it's a different it's a different problem to tackle based on the level of privacy and, for lack of a better word, intimacy that a pc has so going off like starting with my thoughts when it was on doom eternal and on my pc it was a different it was a different idea because my pc has a lot more personal data than my playstation console could ever have it has it has files it has documents it has it it is basically an extension of my identity because I spend a lot of time on my computer for work and school and my leisure time so my computer has a lot of personalized data about me that I would rather stay with me and Denovo is a kernel level anti-cheat that has admin level access to everything on my computer that can be accessed at any time by an outside party for any reason Within their rights. I play the game, I install the software, they have the right. Cause, you know, it's an agreement. There's the terms and conditions. Right. That no one reads. And on a PlayStation console, I couldn't care less. Because the only thing that I use a console for is playing games. It's not like I use it as a home computer. It's the only private information about me. Is already in Sony's hands based on my account information it's my my credit card information if it were to be there my address if it were to be there my name and so it's 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 a different being to, to really deal with and to really feel comfortable with or not. So, if it's on my computer, I don't want it. Like, I'll get rid of it. If your game has the kernel-level anti-cheat and it's on my computer, I'm getting rid of it. I did it with Valorant, I did it with Doom Eternal, until they got rid of it. But on a PlayStation console, it doesn't really matter unless you mod your console, which is breaking terms and conditions anyway. Like, you are downloading third party software onto your console for whatever reason. And I get why people do it. I did it with the Wii way back in the day. Like, well, more accurately, my sister did it with the Wii way back in the day. And we had to buy a new Wii. Really? Yeah, my sister got us banned from Nintendo Online. <laughs> like, it was a console ban.
0: Jesus Christ. It wasn't
1: just with Mario Kart, because I wanted to play, I think I wanted to play like Super Smash Bros. Brawl online, and it wasn't a great experience, but I was a kid, uh, I'll take whatever online I could get, and it said that I couldn't, I was permanently banned. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll play Mario Kart online, and I thought since it was a different profile, I could just do that. Again, I was like nine years old, I didn't really understand. And it said I couldn't there either. It's like okay. And so I went to my sister. It's like, what did you do, you rat? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I downloaded Homebrew and I cheated online at Mario Kart.
0: You I hate like, to see it.
1: Is he like, fucking rat?
0: A Brooklyn rat at that. A Brooklyn, A Brooklyn rat. rat. A and Brooklyn so we went to my dad.
1: And he automatically thought I did something. I was like, "No, this was this was this was my sibling." And he is like, "How badly do you want to play online?" And Dana's like, "I want to play online." And I said, "I want to play online." And he he tried. Is like, "Okay, this is going to be both of your Christmas gifts." It's like, "Hey, oh. I didn't do anything wrong."
0: Yeah. I would have deferred it to just her Christmas gift, to be honest, yeah, at that point. Yeah, so but, it,
1: it was her Christmas and birthday gift Okay, to get a new Wii. I was like, yeah, fuck hey, you.
0: Hey, but good, good shit on them for getting, uh, uh another Wii, you know? Yeah. Shout out to that. Shout out to, Shout that. Out to yeah. that.
1: But all in all, tangent aside, I don't mind particularly because I don't think... I, I'm not comfortable with modding consoles because it's a different... Like, a, a, again, It's it's it has an extra layer of risk that doesn't seem to reap any benefits. Like, in, in, yeah. in my opinion. Because, sure, you could mod some stuff on your console. Like, you want to put mods to play Spider-Man PS4 a different way, sure. But is it really worth that much, like, risking the functionality of your console if anything were to go wrong because it's not like something you could send a geek squad or do yourself because if there's an issue with my computer most of the time I can figure it out on my own but this is also just my lack of console modding experience talking I'm sure there's workarounds and ways to figure things out things out like a traditional computer but I honestly don't see the issue with having it on my PlayStation console like it's just an extra layer to make sure that people don't hack in online lobbies on a console because it's 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 a headache for the players and it's a headache for the developers and I don't see an issue with it, like all in all. I Yeah. I, I think it's a good call. Like I don't mind. Uh people like to synonymize DeNovo with oh, they're invading my privacy. And with that it's just like don't be a fucking baby. Like <laughs> Just don't cheat.
0: Yeah, because, wow. I mean, when I read this, I thought you would have a completely different perspective. But, like, when you explained it, right, and I understand that, like, hey, like, a PC has much more sensitive information than a traditional game console where, you know, yeah, like, you, you may have your account info, but, like, it's not like your social security in there, right? Like, it's not like there's, like, really anything that, like, that's that's like truly like i mean you know if you have your card info on there yeah that's life changing for sure like if that gets out of hands or whatever or like gets into you know someone else's hands definitely but the risk of that is much higher on pc where you have a ton of personal info on your pc right, right. you have so,
1: trackers and cookies and other things to, to the websites that you use you have information scattered everywhere information you may not typically think about
0: yeah, yeah, but yeah, it still so exists. Yeah, like 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 th- there's not even a web browser on ps5 technically there is it's hidden You can only sign into Twitter on it But technically there there is one but like it's not like it's a browser that you can go to whatever website, right? So um, right. yeah, yeah, like I, I I appreciate your Perspective on this, you know because I definitely thought you would be like against this but actually breaking it down it, you you made a lot of sense. You made a lot of sense. You know what I'm that's saying? what I'm here for. You will love to see it. Uh, we got two more quick stories here. Uh, Little Big Planet servers were taken down, I guess, by a fan. Uh, l- let's see here. Do we have a reason why? Let's see. So, according to Eurogamer, it's all because one fan isn't happy with how Sony has treated the franchise. Are you fucking kidding me? So one fan isn't happy with how Sony has treated the Little Big Planet franchise. So they DDoS the fucking servers. Uh. <laughs> The person in question is said to have brought servers to their knees through orchestrated DDoS attacks forcing them to be taken offline. Um Oh you got a Sackboy game. There there there's literally a Sackboy game now. That's more LBP. You know? Gamers will be gamers, man. Fuck this guy. Uh
1: it's I don't know. I have talked about it like a few times on a few different stories, but the over encroaching theme that seems to come out a lot when talking about just consumers in general is a level of entitlement. That, That's true. Hey, That's true. You know, like there there are times that I could come off as entitled. I don't mean to be, but it could be it could be approached in that way.
0: But yeah yeah it's
1: when when you're doing something like that deliberately against a company because it's different to bad math a company like I'll bad math a company any day of the week I don't care Activision Activision fuck you but it's it's different to take a personalized stance against it in the terms of taking down servers and hacking and stuff like that like, it's like man, they didn't do what i wanted i'm gonna take them down like don't be a baby about it
0: i just don't understand because like yo the sackboy game looks fun it yeah it looks great and it's gotten great reviews like it's, it's a it's a good sound game as far as i can tell <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know
1: but it, yeah no it sounds fine like if you're a little big planet fan it sounds fine but it's it's kind of like the way they didn't do what i wanted mentality it's it's the uh, the baby tantrum mm. mentality. Mm. It's like they didn't do what I wanted. They didn't give me they didn't give me a popsicle, so I'm gonna start a tantrum and throw shit around like a baby.
0: Listen, I'll throw a fucking tantrum if Horizon Zero Dawn never gets a PS5 patch. <laughs> like I- I'ma say that. I'ma say is that entitled? Maybe I don't know. Maybe perhaps. Tell but- a little bit. C- c- bro i need that i need that patch bro give me that it's, shit yo when there, i
1: there's a sorry, yeah, you go you go all i was gonna say is there's a world of a difference between disappointment and tantrum that's all i was gonna say you
0: go. yeah i'm not gonna ddos. i i don't even know how to incite a ddos attack against a company i know what a ddos attack is like i, I know how it works i don't know how to do it but i'm just hoping that I'm just hoping, Arachnid, that you know, play at home initiative. They bring out Horizon Zero Dawn and announce alongside it the PS5 patch with it. That would be fucking spectacular. Like I would cry, I would cry straight up, straight up. But the last story here to go over. This one was just a little fun, little tease, a little, uh, a little fun, little thing. Uh, Sony Santa Monica is looking for uh, a a lead writer for the unannounced project that they did officially announce through another job listing i think they were looking for uh i think they were looking for an art lead the last time we talked about this but now they're looking for a writer so so just not not much here they're looking for someone that quote is the ideal candidate that has a mastery of storytelling deep and deeply understands the marriage between gameplay and narrative this individual will be responsible for crafting powerful storylines strong character arcs compelling dialogue while maintaining an equal focus on building and developing the writing team so it's just cool because this is definitely um their new announced project that we have not heard of yet it's not god of war the thing that kind of you know what i just thought of like as they were as they you know, we're giving us what they want out of this lead writer here in this job uh, In this job listing they say they want someone that can craft powerful storylines and strong story arcs Right now of course single-player games can have multiple characters in it Duh that have multiple arcs, but I feel like this kind of sounds like something that's a little bit like an RPG You know something that's long term. That's just what my little inkling is here. With what they said they are looking for. You got any thoughts about this? You know what I'm saying? You liked God of War 2018. So did I. Santa Monica's on they shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm curious. You have any thoughts?
1: The the concept of arcs could be an RPG, but it also could be sequels. Uh, sequels was the first thing that came to mind for me. Mm, because, okay. Okay. you know, that's a huge thing in games unless you assume that this will be a one off or it could like arcs you know they could be hinted at in the first game and come to fruition in the second game or it's or it's like a long standing game because there are character arcs and there are you know like narrative arcs Oh, in God of War 2018, Kratos' character arc is going from a cold, distant father to as close to a supportive, affectionate father as Kratos can be. Like, which is still not great, but, you know, he's working on it. And Atreus' character arc... But it's also like a like oh where did they start? They thought they were just going to go to the tallest point in uh in their realm, but then they ended up in Jotunheim to be in the highest point of all the realms. And that's 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 an arc. So Fair the point. ability to, to the ability to weave both character and narrative arcs like fluidly super important in a compelling story and it's what it's what makes the difference between a game it's like yeah the gameplay was fun and that's the only reason I play it To the story was just as enjoyable as the gameplay and I feel like that's something that is it's one of the most important things you can have in a game or else your game kind of gets bogged down by time it's Mm. like because there are some games where Big, we all have games that we can think of where it's like the story was ass but the gameplay was a lot of fun and that's the only reason I play it anymore
0: Ratchet & Clank 2016 low yeah. I mean low key like, like the characters are cool the story is just like very watered down but the gameplay still is still as fun yeah.
1: exactly yeah. so that's something that they want to avoid they want to keep everything at the the quality that we have become become accustomed to so i'm excited to see uh who they hire and what they write i'm excited to see what they do
0: so i'm very excited yeah i'm very excited as well i'm excited to see the sony you know i i'm excited to be sitting here reacting to like a state of play right we see the monica logo okay and it's not god of war like it's something completely different what i want is um i want a sci-fi game from them i i i really do but that's just me moving on of course we have arrived to the what's called question of the week question of i i said what's it called what the fuck i mean i'm tripping question of the week are bethesda games coming to playstation 5 we did get a lot of updates on this whole thing uh, to catch everyone on, to catch everyone else up to speed, it has been made official. The deal is signed. The ink is dry. Xbox and Microsoft have officially bought ZeniMax, thus Bethesda as well. So um, we got some quotes here by Phil Spencer. I know y- you just talked for a while. I would, I would like to hear your voice, sir. Read what Phil Spencer had to say. Maybe you, th- you can take the first paragraph. I'll take second. But I think we need to first start from the top and really just. Put out there what was said and then we'll go into our thoughts and like how we feel about this whole thing right so uh okay. if you got it pulled up feel free have it up. to read the words of daddy phil spencer
1: if you're an xbox consumer the thing i want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games to you that ship on platforms where game pass exists Prior to that, Phil Spencer once again confirms Microsoft will honor any pre-existing deals such as Sony's timed exclusive contracts for Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Microsoft may also do things on other platforms where a franchise's legacy is a large factor, but we're honestly struggling to think of any Bethesda franchises that are heavily linked to PlayStation. Sure, the games have launched on PS4 and PS3 in the past, but previously deals have usually involved Microsoft. DLC for Elder Scrolls Skyrim came to Xbox Steve first, for example. And would you like me to read the next paragraph?
0: Yeah, I did not explain that correctly. <laughs> like I wanted to just read the like the Oh the yeah. quoted area. Here, here. I'll I'll take the first paragraph, you take second, and we'll call it a read-along. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So this is what Phil Spencer said, quote i'm going to try to be as clear as i can because that's what i i just think is fair so this is like a direct so there's certain thing whatever y'all get what i'm saying uh so obviously i can't sit here and say every bethesda game is exclusive because we know that's not true there's con there's 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 contractual obligations that we're going to see through as we always do in every one of these instances we have games that exist on other platforms and we're going to support those games on the platforms they're on there are communities of players we love those communities and we'll continue to invest in them and even in the future there might be uh, things that have either contractual things or a legacy on different platforms that will go that will go do
1: but if you're an xbox customer the thing i want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where game pass exists and that's our goal that's why we're doing this that's the root of this partnership that we're building and the creative capability will we will be able to bring to them to market for xbox customers it is going to be the best ever event for xbox after we're done here i believe him
0: yeah yeah like i i do as well like just to point out a few things right like i think it's very telling and like this is what i've been saying for a long time as well phil spencer says this directly okay the thing i want you to know is this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where game pass exists so i've always said that like it's not that xbox bought bethesda it's that game pass about Bethesda you know what I'm saying like this is all about Game Pass right this is all about sweetening that deal and making it the best possible deal in gaming right which I still think it is to this day right like I think 100% Game Pass is far and away better than PS now far away Um, uh, I mean you know I did make the argument last week that like PS Plus is getting better and I feel like it is entering a new era that is really bolstering plus and really changing it in terms of optics right but it it's definitely no game pass right yeah um but what i'm i mean i don't know like i've just been like wrestling with this whole quote and everything right i do think it's interesting how they bring up the like how do you how do you read orly like how do you read when he talks about um uh you know they'll they'll continue to support bethesda games on other platforms that have a legacy with that platform how do you read that
1: a legacy i would assume is pre-existing sequels but any new ips will be xbox exclusive like elder scrolls 6 that very well, may come out on PlayStation consoles because, yeah, you know, Oblivion, Skyrim, all of them came out on on PlayStation consoles previously, and it may be. My dog is barking, and it. it why is my dog barking? Yo, Chill he out. has
0: some, he has some thoughts on Xbox. He,
1: yeah, he he a little angry.
0: Yo, he's fucking pissed. But he's fucking mad.
1: All I was gonna say is that maybe games with pre-existing sequels such as doom eternal and if there is the next doom game may come out on playstation consoles
0: yeah yeah like there's there's a few ways that you could read this like one that um i think a lot of people have been saying which i think to a degree makes sense right um is uh the the prospect of like um games that are already out right like for example it's not that you know like tomorrow they're gonna announce that they're cutting off dlc support for doom eternal you know or like fallout 76 you know what i'm saying or elder scrolls online right like those are going to continue to be supported on those platforms he says that outright like like he says that straight up right And, of course, that also doesn't mean that they're going to take away the exclusivity deals with um, Deathloop and Ghostwire. Those are still going to remain intact. He says that here. So, he clears up those two possible avenues, right? What I'm still hung up on is a few things here, okay? What I kind of don't understand is that I still... So, like, he says here that he cannot be clear. And he literally says verbatim... Quote, so obviously I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is exclusive because we know that that's not true We know, I mean like we're not fucking idiots like like we know that's not true Like we know that we're getting Deathloop in May and Ghostwire presumably in the fall of this year, right? Like we weren't born yesterday, right? So I don't understand why you can't just say hey, we're going to because you say it here We're going to honor Deathloop. We're gonna honor Ghostwire Tokyo and we're going to honor existing games that are already released on PlayStation hardware and their support going forward however everything else that is brand new beyond this point will be exclusive to game pass why can't you just say, why why can't you just say that if that is the case you know like it's like it's not even like a matter of like oh They're still, you know, making the deal and they're, and they're, and, and, you know, Microsoft and Zenimax are two different. No, like Microsoft owns them. They are now one in the same officially. So that's what I'm failing to see why they couldn't, why he couldn't have just said that, which is why I think there's still something here. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's business. Like, in in the business world, everybody's gotta go around the subject instead of just saying it directly.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's a little gets a little old a little fast.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, but like, I, like, I also feel like if we were in a alternate reality, right, where Sony bought Bethesda, okay. I promise you, as soon as that ink is fucking dry, they would say, "Hey, yo, all this shit exclusive." Period, huh?
1: They'd be like, "Fuck Xbox."
0: Oh, hundred and fucking percent. Are you, yo? Are you kidding me? They've been they've been shitting on them all fucking gen. Of course they would. The fuck? Nin Nin, uh, nin, Nintendo would as well if there was a future where they bought Bethesda, which they wouldn't I don't know why that'd be a weird that would be a weird timeline but like if they did right you think PlayStation or nintendo would hesitate at all to just say flat out yes everything everything is exclusive go fuck yourselves like come to our platform you know this is this is business right um so that's why like I don't know man like now now 100% what I do think here right i did think that we would at least get like starfield for example at a later release date right like it'd be timed exclusive play it first on xbox and then eventually it would it would it would come to ps5 now clearly after this i don't i really don't think that's the case i think that what is going down here is that for sure 100 percent undeniable any new IP, like any new Bethesda IP, will be not coming to PS5 or the PS4. Like, no. like, like, that's that's pretty clear, right? Yeah, you know. But it's yep. Go ahead.
1: It's a W for me. I don't care.
0: Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I mean, as this news has been doing, honestly, you know, Arachnite, I'm gonna tell it to you straight. You know. I'm going to tell it to you straight. You know what I'm saying? Um if it comes out, okay, that see let let me just put this into perspective, too, okay? Um the Bethesda games I care about are Doom and Wolfenstein. And that's pretty much it. You know, Fallout 76 was going to be my first Fallout. LMAO, that went hu- that went hilariously, right? So, I'm not a Fallout fan i've never been remotely interested in elder scrolls right um i don't know about death i'm gonna try it out maybe you know if it's good then bet i'm gonna i'm gonna well, add, add it to the list i care about ghostwire unknown quality as well um so overall like really the only two games i really care about from bethesda is doom and wolfenstein which um you know like I would like to believe that puts me in the bracket of like you know I'm not like the biggest Bethesda fan I like their work on Deathloop and no, sorry I like their work on Doom and Wolfenstein of course right but like I'm not the Fallout guy I'm not the Elder Scrolls guy right um and Starfield who knows if that's gonna be good you know it looks interesting from what we've seen so far very, very little but you know in premise it looks cool right so ultimately like bethesda being bought by microsoft and those games not coming to playstation honestly it's not the end of the world for me because i don't have that much stake into bethesda as a whole okay now i will say to tie it all the way back i will say if it comes out that wolfenstein 3 and doom 3 are game pass exclusive i may have to start downloading drivers and buy a pc (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's that's what's gonna do it for me. You know, if I absolutely have to, cause yeah, I could get an Xbox, but like at that point, I might as well I might as well just just get a PC and have more utility with a PC, right? That just makes the most sense to me. You know. Um. Finally. So yeah, like that's where that is, right? But what I'm hung up on is his terminology for using quote a legacy on different platforms like i feel like you could have just said existing titles on different like the word legacy is an interesting one to use you know what i'm saying like that like points to like a legacy so like i don't know man like I don't want to be like seeming like I'm reading in between the lines too much or whatever, but like I- I'm just honestly looking at this quote and trying to break down like what he what what he means by legacy, because like it's not a straightforward thing, right? Like I think another way that you can look at legacy is like, hey, f- there were a lot of people that bought Fallout on PlayStation over the years. There were a lot of people that bought Skyrim and Elder Scrolls on PlayStation throughout the years. There's been a lot of people that have bought Doom. A lot of people that bought Wolfenstein on playstation. Like, like, is, is that what you mean by legacy? So like existing properties of Bethesda that have been multi-plat will, will still be multi-platform and it's just new titles from Bethesda will be exclusive. Like, is that what you mean?
1: that's the best case scenario but that's also a lot of games like if they it make is right if they make a prey to uh next doom next elder scrolls next dishonored that's a lot of games it is but it is if yeah. any if i had to put money on any company to be consumer friendly enough for Multiplat It's Microsoft Like like we talked about earlier Sony and Nintendo Would feed Microsoft To the fucking dogs If they bought Nintendo, Or if they bought uh, Bethesda Like mm-hmm. it's like Fuck them Like you You don't have games You're about to get less It's It's like it's <laughs> You're like taking, about to get less <laughs> It's like taking food From someone At like a soup line
0: Yeah It's yeah.
1: Like they They waited in line They got their food And then you just Take it out of their hands And you eat it that's that's what sony would do to microsoft and a younger me a younger of more vindictive me it's like yeah fuck it but as i've grown older and my rage has tempered just put games on every platform and stop being a bitch about it like mm. i get it like you want exclusivity but like if, like I don't know I feel like the age has passed for exclusives like exclusives it's like we're not in the 90s anymore it's not the you would have ads personally targeting the opposition like Sega and Nintendo like they would have full ads it's like Sega does with Sega does what Nintendo don't yeah was a tag I one remember in the that 90s. yeah
0: well I mean and, I don't remember like I lived through it but I saw it in the documentary please continue yeah
1: so, the age of the '90s has passed, and the early ages of the 2000s, the early 2000s, were exclusives. Like it was the console wars, which is fucking dumb. Like I get it, this is a PlayStation channel. At the end of the day, I am a PlayStation fan, but you gotta move on eventually. And I believe the best possible scenario for moving on is buying a console based on factors rather than their exclusives because i bought a whole i bought a full ass xbox one right for two games and it's gone now i i know where it is i will never get it back probably and i don't really give a shit because i bought that console for two games like, you, should buy, you shouldn't have to shill out 500 bucks for a console just because it has a game you like. You should buy a console based on the merit of its quality. Like, do you want more power, or do you want a faster load time? And that should be the deciding factor on whether or not you buy a console, rather than, I want to play Halo, or I want to play Dead Rising, or whatever. I want to play Spider-Man. If you're an Xbox fan, you shouldn't have to buy a full-ass console just to play Spider-Man. Because that's what I would have done. If I was an Xbox guy and Spider-Man PS4 was the way it was, like a PS4 exclusive, I would have bought a full-ass console to play it. And I don't believe that's the way it should be.
0: Yeah, like, perhaps, you know, we'll listen to this back like 10 years later, right? And perhaps, like, you had the more, like, forward-thinking opinion, which which could definitely be the case, right? And, like, I know, like, in terms of exclusivity today, right? As exclusivity stings at the sharpest point of the sword, right? When When it's being dealt to you, right? Like, when you can't play a game that you want to play because you don't have a platform that it's released on right like i know that's where it stings the most right and like i know that you know i can buy god of war i can buy spider man right because i'm i'm on the playstation platform right but um like I, I i do get that whole thing but like i still do believe that exclusives are what i think define and what really give a platform its it's like specific unique personality if you will right like and I think that PlayStation has done a very very good job at like cultivating that this this generation that just happened where like you know they took their first party studios buckled down and the overwhelming majority of them made incredible exclusive titles that just entice and bolster the PlayStation platform as a whole right Xbox, Decided to purchase a third-party developer and publisher, kind of sort of, but, like, mainly developer, right? Um, and inherit those studios into the Microsoft Xbox family, right? Um Which, honestly, to, like, a certain degree, like, I don't think it's that crazy to say that, like, I still respect the way PlayStation has climbed to their height as opposed to any height that Microsoft and Game Pass will reach. Like, in terms of, like, them being, like, consumer-friendly, 100%, definitely buy that. You know, They're, the way they have been bolstering Game Pass, commendable. Can't talk shit about that, you know? Um, like, everything that, like, they do in terms of, like, the, the, the business end for the consumer, I feel has been pretty positive overall, right? Um but like I would still and probably forever like note it worthy that like there there was nothing like the climb from the bottom of the PS3 generation to the top of the PS4 generation. You know, and and and, 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 and hopefully continuing. You know what I'm saying? Because like it really was a deal of like PlayStation just buckled down and their studios made fucking incredible games, banger after banger after banger, right? And Microsoft Presumably, if these future Bethesda games are great in quality or whatever, they just pay to have that, you know. Which, which, like, I don't know, and and um, yeah, like th- 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 that's kind of my thought on that. But like, I still do think that um, ex- ex- exclusives are important, you know, to to the platform, right? Like whether we like them or not, you know, what I'm saying like um like i I've, I've always had an interest to play halo right i've always had an interest i mean m- m- mainly it's halo to be honest with you like gears kind of but not really you know what i'm saying um but but yeah like i mean if 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 starfield ends up being fucking great right and i really want to play it you know it's just the way our industry exists where yeah you got to get a platform to play some games and um I say your line of thinking is very forward-thinking because, like, maybe it it doesn't have to be that way in the future, you know? But I think just right now, exclusives still matter right now, you know what I'm saying, for sure. Whether we like him or not, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just think it's, like, very contradictory as well because, like, you know, like, like, Phil has said that... Well, you know what? No, we don't even have to bring that up because, like, that like he wasn't talking about games specifically he, he was like about platforms but um at the end of the day you know i still don't know if we have the complete 100 percent answer on this just based on that legacy thing you know like yeah and 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 hey if if it turns out that like the likes of like wolfenstein and bethesda in the future are gonna be ex- exclusive to xbox and they don't come to playstation i'll say right here live on the fucking show i'll say i was wrong fuck it you know like i i don't mind being wrong i don't care you know what i'm saying like it is what it is but i just feel like even the way he's talking after the deal is done that there's still i think a future where we see existing franchises that have been on playstation and have sold very well on playstation will still continue to be on playstation however anything new a la starfield will be exclusive to xbox and 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 game pass i think like that is something that could be possible i'm not saying it's going to happen you know because i was pretty dead set on um on them also Bringing their big titles to PlayStation and Xbox, I was pretty confident in that, to be honest with you. So, um, you know, it still has to, be, you know, has yet to be determined. Um, but I am fascinated to see how this all ends up, for sure. Very, 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 very interested. Because, um, like, I don't know. I mean, Arachnite, tell me if I'm wrong here. I still think it's wise for Microsoft to be like, you know what? Yeah, we own Bethesda, but you, you know what? would be a really like wild fucking move if we still put out the existing franchise games on PlayStation and charge them $70 to do a couple things one we get that revenue right obviously number one number two we have a consistent reminder that like hey if you're enjoying these franchises if you're enjoying these games But you're tired of paying $70 every fucking time, you can get an Xbox and get Game Pass and pay $15 a month to have all of these games, instead of paying $70 every fucking time. And if you're, you know, and if you don't want to do that, that's fine. We'll just take your fucking money anyway.
1: It's... there are no downsides. Because it it's almost like an olive branch. It's like, yeah, we could take all this shit away from you, but we're not going to. Because we know that you wouldn't do the same for us. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, right? But like, I think it's. I just think it's like a very just easy way to advertise your platform on another platform.
1: Yeah, like. You know, yeah. What we talked about is seeing PlayStation Studios under, like, an Xbox, like, Series X, like, case. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, most people aren't going to give a damn because they're just going to buy the game and be done with it. But the people that do care or are interested. It's like, oh, PlayStation Studios made this game? Maybe I should get a PS5.
0: Yeah or like at least yeah or like at least like be aware of them and like you know you you now know hey if you like a game like for example if someone's brand new to mlb 21 when they buy it on their series x and they're like damn like you know this is a quality game who made this oh shit play a playstation studios made this fuck it's a good product you know what i'm saying like i'm not saying that like everyone's gonna fucking move over but like it. It's going to start to plant seeds. And it'd be interesting to see Microsoft plant seeds in the PlayStation, you know, base and bring them over with not only, hopefully, their their games are quality, right? It's just a good game in itself. But also, you mix in that value proposition and you tell those people, hey, $15 a month, Game Pass, over here on this side. You know?
1: It's... Like, that just really hones it in. It's like there are no downsides in having, like, eliminating console exclusivity. Like, there are no downsides to it. It's. I don't know. Maybe I am a little too progressive when it comes to this. But I don't know. It's. uh, I don't feel a sense of pride. It's like, oh, I have a PS4, I could play Spider Man. (laughs) Like, it's a fucking... It's a console at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And no disrespect, but full disrespect, kind of. Like, laughs and hidden. If if you feel an overwhelming sense of pride that you own a video game console, you need to go outside and go talk to people. Like, you need to go do anything other than that. because it's a console it's a it's a it's a it's a piece of plastic with computer components on the inside
0: and a logo on it
1: yeah and a logo yeah. like it's it's not gonna do anything for you it's it's just a console
0: yeah no so, i mean f- i mean fuck it bro if you want to say it i'll say it look you ps fanboys some of y'all fucking wild some of are. y'all xbox fanboys some of y'all fucking wild like i sell
1: my console. Yeah. If, if like Days Gone goes to PC, it's like okay, I don't care. No one cares. Goodbye.
0: Some of y'all wild, you know. To it's- me, like look, I love PlayStation, and I always buy PlayStation hardware because it's just what I have always preferred. That's that, that that that's that's simply it. You know, I'm not saying that like you know, there's no good games on Xbox. I know there are good games on the other side right it's just i just prefer playstation and i just like the games they put out and i like the software i just like the playstation experience if you will you know that's it
1: yeah no it's what what, like like i talked about earlier it's got to be it's it's a base on preference like I don't know, there are some rabid fanboys out there that do or die like, if this game goes on PC, I'm going to break shit in my room, it's like, okay you need to go to a therapist <laughs> like it's like, oh, oh if, if they put Bloodborne on PC, I'm gonna sell my console, or I'm gonna break it or run it over, or whatever it's like, yeah, you Bloodborne. know that money you could spend on a new console, maybe you should buy it spend it on some therapy gamer like you need, to, you need to talk to someone because talk that's not healthy it's,
0: not <laughs> it's normal yeah no no definitely not definitely not like I, you know we had a, a great conversation here you know i i feel like we haven't had like a bethesda conversation of this whole caliber right so i think i want to end off with you what do you think the future of bethesda games are on playstation like where what like bottom line you you read what Phil Spencer said. What do you think is the it is like the most likely outcome out of all of this? You know what I'm saying?
1: Um most likely is probably just going to be a degree of exclusivity like we've seen with other Microsoft properties such as Halo. Like Xbox and Game Pass. If you don't like it, it sucks to be you. What I would like to see, however. The the best case scenario of what, what I would like to see is timed exclusivity. Okay. Okay. So they make a majority of the sales for people that don't feel like waiting, or the people that are already on their console. Like Dead Rising. Dead Rising was a timed exclusive. Or Dead Rising 3. Was a timed exclusive. So Allowing the majority of the sales to be done on your console, and then about a year later releasing it on every other console. And by every other console, I mean the PlayStation, because the Switch can't handle much. I've been bagging on the Switch all all episode. Yeah, man, like,
0: what the fuck does the Switch do with you? I'm like looking at mine over here, you know, it's chilling. You know, he's, he's, you know, he's catching the vibes, you know.
1: I don't know. But I don't (laughs) fuck with the Switch very much. But other than that, like, timed exclusivity, having them be on the console for about a year, two years, whatever. And then, at a point, releasing them on PlayStation consoles. It's like, hey, we already, like, the people that couldn't wait... Again, the Spider-Man example. If you told me that Spider-Man the next Spider-Man game, the only Spider-Man game was going to be an Xbox exclusive, only Xbox, like no PC in this hypothetical, I would absolutely buy an Xbox to play Spider-Man. And you get the people that can't wait, or the Final Fantasy fans that bought a whole ass console to play FF7R.
0: Which, for the record, is completely worth it. Just don't know. I,
1: I would have done it. So you get the people that can't wait, are the people that are already on your console, and the majority of the sales come from that. And then about a year later, you still rake in a good chunk of change based on the the, the console, like the other guys, like PC and Xbox, or you know, or PlayStation. I think that would be the best case scenario for everybody. You get as much money as you possibly can. You get people on your side. They wait a year. Yeah, they wait a year, or you buy it now. It's your choice, fundamentally. Mm. So I would think that would be the best case scenario. But again, like they could very well just say "fuck off" because we know Sony wouldn't do it for them. It's yeah. It's like doing a kindness for someone who you know would take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it it's what I would like to see, but we'll have to discuss it as more developments happen
0: yeah for sure and we're and we're definitely going to follow this for because like i just want to know like i i think there's still a statement to be made and like some are running away with this saying that saying that saying that like this is this is the statement to what they're gonna do with the future but i think there's gonna be one more definitive one in the future right i think bottom line where i'm at Is that I'm stuck between two different outcomes now, okay? Honestly, I could and you know what? I'm probably not that stuck. I think what's honestly a little bit more Probably going to be the case based off of this Quote is that I think what's maybe like a little bit more likely is that just all Bethesda games are just going to be As exclusive to Xbox and wherever game pass exists quote-unquote, right? Like, um, I think I think that is probably more likely than ever after this um, quote, right? However, I'm not going to drop the other outcome, which I think, obviously, by its sake, I would like to happen, right? I don't think that's, you know, pre- it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I would like to play Wolfenstein 3 and Doom 3 on my PlayStation, right? That's pretty obvious. Um, But aside from me wanting this outcome a little bit more um i think that there is a somewhat equal chance that we could see just long-standing franchises that have released in the past on playstation right those being the um you know doom wolfenstein um fallout Elder Scrolls, etc. Right now, um, you know that's a lot of titles. Maybe they pick a few of them. Maybe they don't pick all of them. Right. Maybe they pick just just the top of the top of those. Right. And they still release them on PlayStation day and date the same time. They use the strategy to make sure that you know, hey, if you're playing it on PlayStation, you can play it cheap with Game Pass on the X- on the Xbox platform. Right but um in that same model i think that any new ip that comes out of bethesda will be game pass exclusive period you know um which i think there you get the money from existing known franchises and you also um you know hopefully get a lot of people drawing eyes to your platform for the new games if they are good which is the bottom line i think that they need to nail here as well is that like the quality has to be up on these games period you know, because um, I mean, uh, like it—it it still kind of befuddles me that the Xbox launch, right? Other than Halo Infinite, what is it? What is another big game that's coming to Xbox that that we know of from from first party?
1: So here's a list.
0: Thank you, thank you thank so much.
1: You. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's
0: the end of the list. Wait, what? Oh my god, I fucking missed it. What happened?
1: That was the joke.
0: Ah, oh, damn. Damn. Like, yeah, there's <laughs> but, a Perfect Dark remake. Cool. Yeah, cool. but uh, I know those games th- are way out. That's what I'm saying. Is is, is like there's so much shit that that's is far the fuck away. Like, other than Halo Infinite, what the fuck is coming out this holiday besides Halo Infinite?
1: Nothing.
0: Is that it? Literally
1: is that, nothing. Is,
0: and, and and I'm not saying that there's nothing. What I'm saying is that like what I'm big heavy hitters. Okay. In the year one of PS5 alone, we're going to for sure we have gotten Miles Oralis, we've gotten Sackboy, we're gonna get Ratchet and Clank, we're gonna get Returnal, and hopefully we get Horizon. Okay. And not to mention that just Eden what. Souls demon fucking oh my god demon souls was already out like there are so many games on ps5 that are fucking high quality that get headlines that get attention are coming out in the first year besides halo infinite what the fuck else is there
1: i have been paying attention and there's a whole lot of not fucking much
0: like like that's what frustrates me is that like i know i was kind of like doing an But, like, that's what kind of frustrates me, is that, like, they made the, um, well, um, fuck, uh, Ninja Theory, right? Like, they did, they bought that studio and another studio as well that I forgot off the top of my head. Um, and I know, uh, Ninja is working on, um, Help Me Out. Fuck, what's that game called? Oh, my God. I can see it in my head. Um. Oh. Um, Hellblade two.
1: Yeah. No. I right. Being able to remember that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like Hellblade two. They. They're. They're. They're coming out. But like, we haven't seen that game, in, I don't know how long. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And and if if they're seemingly already having problems aligning their first party for a fucking console launch, and they couldn't put that together, right? and now they added eight or so more studios to their fucking portfolio adding more work, more management, more ways to coordinate that and they haven't proved really that they can coordinate their fucking studios already like it's going to be i'm intrigued to see how this all plays out. I'm very intrigued, you know. Like I rock that I, I don't sleep at night worrying about the PlayStation first party output. Like, like it's 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 proven. We're getting God of War. We're getting Horizon. We're getting Spider Man. You know, like like I I I we're we're getting whatever the fuck masterpiece Naughty Dog comes out later on in the future. Like we know these things. You know. Yeah.
1: But what do my, we know on Xbox side? Like. Uh, Halo Infinite, looking like a whole lot of ass.
0: That shit better be good, bro.
1: It's not gonna be.
0: That shit ha- but but what what what's what's frustrating right now is like it fucking has to be, it's right? The mo-
1: like it's on, isn't it? Like the most expensive game ever,
0: dude. Probably, and yo, it's the twentieth anniversary of Halo, and it got pushed a year and a half out last yeah. summer.
1: Maybe maybe it's just the a little pessimist in me. Uh huh. That game's gonna be fucking trash,
0: dude, uh, bro. I, like, I
1: already know. I can feel it in my bones. It's like, gonna be garbage. We remember that, Craig.
0: I oh my fucking Crackdown three?
1: No, cra- the, the 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 brute in Halo Infinite. Oh, Craig!
0: I thought you said cracked. No. Yeah, Craig. Cracked yeah, Crackdown yeah. Three was bad too. That shit gonna be interesting. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I just like, dude. I like good games. You may disagree, <laughs> right? Because like, you know, you be you be having you know thoughts about my 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 gaming tendencies. But I like good games, right? Like if if there were if there were the likes of like God of War, Spider Man, Horizon etc. If if there were that caliber of games on Xbox, do you really think I would wait this long to get an Xbox? Or to even like make an attempt to get Game Pass?
1: It's You you do like some good games, right? Jesus Christ, here we go. <laughs> so I don't know. If if there were <laughs> games up to your average, then <laughs> Maybe I can see it, but even they can't even reach that bar.
0: Assassin's Creed is good. Fuck off. Assassin's Creed's
1: <laughs> fucking garbage. I would, oh, I, dude. I'm telling you right now. So, if I had the power to mulch and erase Thanos, snap every Assassin's Creed game. Don't do past this. and future.
0: Don't, don't, for don't even, don't. Even do a this.
1: ten minute demo of the next Spider Man game, I would do it. Dude. I would do it. I would erase everything you love for my own <laughs> game. <laughs> oh man. Dude, a Daredevil game? I would I, I from no, one wait for a, a thirty second teaser, I would get rid of every Assassin's Creed game to ever exist.
0: Now, wait a minute. If we get like a Malsorales size type game in the Spider-Man universe called Daredevil, and I have to give up Assassin's Creed. We could perhaps talk about that, you know?
1: Oh, dude, I, I don't care. I would, I would throw hands with anybody. I would get <laughs> like I don't care if it's the lowliest grandma, a, a preschooler, or Mike Tyson himself. Meet me in the ring, Jesus would, Christ, for okay. a Daredevil game.
0: I got you for three minutes! <laughs>
1: three minutes of playtime.
0: Three minutes of playtime. Alright. That was a great conversation about Bethesda. Thoroughly enjoyed it on this fine Saturday morning. Iraq um, Knight, where can people find you?
1: I am on the PlayStation Source Discord under the same name. uh Link in the description for that. I am on Twitter at OrlyMacias. If you like game screenshots, like, or comic books and things of that nature. That's where you can find me.
0: You'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. Of course, you just listened to Save Soft Podcast Episode 8, the weekly news show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself you can you you, you can catch show here on youtube.com uh, youtube.com says blazing source as well as podcast services like apple podcasts google play spotify via our via our damn i cannot talk right now what the fuck? via our anchor link in the description like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the pss family down below of course you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on twitter and discord in the description feeling generous feel free to hit that join button become a member of the channel with that $1 prince tier $5 king tier and of course stream series going on as well this week we're playing some MGS3 excited to get into that we're going to finish off fraction Clinic 2016 on Tuesday and then on Thursday we're starting another Insomniac series Resistance very excited for this one very, very excited for Resistance to see just kind of just you know where where the Resistance franchise was left off, you know, like overall. So very excited to see where that comes. And, um, yeah, thank all for watching. And as always, Greatness. Greatness. Later, guys.